Welcome back to Open Metalcast, bringing you the best in Creative Commons licensed metal music. My name is Craig Maloney. Recently, we got the chance to speak with Ben Heitman from the band Catapult the Dead. Catapult the Dead have released their album, All is Sorrow, which is to be enjoyed as a single track, a 37-minute long track at that. We spoke to him about the formation of the album, the formation of the band, and about their upcoming plans. So I'm here with Ben Heitman of the band Catapult the Dead. Pretty sure that's not a Lawrence Welk cover band. Uh, tell me who you are and what do you do? Uh, well, like you said, uh, my name's Ben Heitman. I do uh, vocals and some supplementary percussion in uh, the band Catapult the Dead. Excellent. Um, so who all's in the band with you? Uh, there's there's a whole load of us. we got six, six guys right now. Uh, the uh, mod the Johnny is on guitar. Thomas Liston is on guitar as well. And uh, pianos and guitars, we have uh, Garrick O'Connor. Okay. And, uh, bass is Dan Brownson. And you get a drummer as well? Yeah, we just picked up a new guy actually. Uh, been working him in the last couple couple months here, Patrick Spain. Excellent. Very cool. So tell us a little bit about the history of uh, Catapult the Dead. And first off, where did you get the name Catapult the Dead? Hmm. Well, I guess uh, came from, I guess the idea is uh, the first form of germ warfare. Where you're catapulting a body uh, infected with the plague uh, over an enemy's walls to to infect the to, uh, to, to basically do bad things uh, over there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, that's that's a that's a pleasant thought. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we've been uh, been working on it about two years now, uh, changing guys in and out, trying to trying to get a good fit for what we're trying to do, and you know, finally finally got that together. Um, started writing uh, uh, probably. Uh, Right about two years ago, it was uh, Gary, Maud, and I just sitting in the studio trying to come up with some stuff. And I got a few things down and figured we'd uh, try to fill out the uh, fill out the lineup. And ultimately got that done and started working on uh, composing the, the idea of the album, which was uh, All Sorrow. So, yeah, so um, that's, that is your first album then, your first recorded effort? Uh, correct, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so tell us a little bit about All Is Sorrow. It's it's one track, uh, from what I understand, correct? Yeah, it's a 137-minute track. Uh, I did break it down for ease of listening. I know that everybody's always got 37 minutes to uh, dedicate to it. So, um, But the idea was to uh, make a piece that was uh, like a, almost like a creepy horror soundtrack. Uh, wanted it to be like a you know a long emotional journey that kind of just took you through rather than having a lot of repetitious pieces and whatnot it's more like a traveling piece that goes through you know, a story right so it's more like uh it's not like a concept album like uh dream theater scenes from memory two or something like that it's just more like metropolis you know right. just one long track right correct Excellent. Well, why don't we hear uh, a piece of this? Uh, which part should we play first? Hmm. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> should we begin at the beginning? 
<laughs> we could do that. Yeah. Okay. Good place to start, right? Excellent. Well, let's start with the beginning of All is Sorrow. This is Nothing Comes from the Well, Part 1. So tell us a little more about uh, about the All Is Sorrow track. Um, it, is is there any common themes throughout the song? Well, lyrically, it's uh, pretty dark and hopeless. 
content. Uh, it kind of revolves around the idea of struggling to find peace or happiness, uh, whether it be alcohol, drugs, sex, religion, or violence. Many people, myself included, try to fix themselves in a way that may have some short-term gratification, but ultimately will destroy you in the end. All this sorrow is essentially about making a peace, making peace with yourself and you know, having enough courage to face your demons in a world darkness without losing faith. Very cool. Um, so I actually picked up a physical copy of this album and it is, I have to say, I'm not usually one to pick up, um, a vinyl copy of an album. I'm more of a CD person, but holy crap, this would make me convert over in a heartbeat. Tell us a little bit about how, uh, how you guys package this and who you got to do the artwork. Uh, well, I guess I've been into, uh, gig posters and cover art for quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> got a pretty large collection of posters and prints. Man, I'm about out of wall space at this point. So I, I, I follow it pretty well. And I, one day stumbled upon to, uh, Coven illustrations out of Spain and just blown away and instantly hit him up. I think we were uh, at that point tracking drums. So we had the uh, cover artwork before the, the album was even completed. Wow. That was pretty interesting. <laughs> uh, he knocked it out of the park, was really happy with what he did. So did the artwork uh, influence the, the writing of the songs or, or is it the other way around? The other way around. Okay. So he actually listened to some of the music and, and just started drawing from that inspiration. Yeah, yeah. We had actually put out uh, the song Valencia as a single and did a uh, short video to it. So uh, the cover is based on the concepts from the, the video we created. Very cool. So tell us a little bit about how the album uh, came together as a whole. Yeah, well, we were... Uh, we're looking at uh, different pressing plants to go through and ultimately decided on uh, Pirate's Press. For the okay. And jackets. Uh, that worked out really smooth. Those guys were great to deal with and very responsive. They they beat our expected date by nearly a month. So. What? That's unheard of. <laughs> really a positive experience, especially when I guess there was a reasonable vinyl boom and everybody was pushing their dates out. So. Yeah, I'm surprised. There's a lot of bands that have been putting out vinyl uh, albums recently, and and cassettes too, as well. I'd... So you've also got a a 12 inch limited vinyl edition as well. Yeah, we did a, a splatter colorway and uh, just standard black. Right. Which, uh, yeah, we had uh, a local guy here, a new up and coming artist, illustrate the uh, the lyric book, uh, Nick Sandy. It turned out great, man. He's putting out a lot of really good illustrations and ended up uh, printing those ourselves, cutting them, and stuffing them all in the stuff, stuffing them all ourselves just to save a little bit, uh, bit of cash on the on the release. That's awesome. So every every package then is pretty much handmade. I mean, as as much as an album can be handmade. Sure, hand numbered, hand cut, lovingly put together with care. <laughs> a lot of work into it. <laughs> a lot of staples. <laughs> so, any stories about uh, about the recording of the album? Not so much. It was really, uh, really pretty straight up. I had no no issues. Um, 
Where did you record it at? Uh, we tracked the uh, drums in a warehouse in, the, in town here. Okay. Uh, had the tra- uh, scratch tracks done and all that, and we took it into a local warehouse, did the drums there. Uh, we knocked out all the guitars and bass and all that at uh, our little studio at the house here. And then uh, for the uh, piano and organ, we kind of wanted to you know, stay away from just that dry patch sound as much as we can. So uh, we found a uh, nice baby uh, grand in the area and loaded up our mobile recording equipment and went over there and did some tracking on that. Uh, the organ was a little more tough. We were trying to find a nice organ in the area, but ended up uh, we took and layered a few different patches from the cord and uh, actually reamped it through a few different uh, few different cabs just to give it some life and not sound like that old dead patch sound. <laughs> I understand exactly what you're talking about, and plus, it, I know it's it's hard to find organs. Uh, yeah, they pretty much go to uh, various churches in that, and some of them are in better repair than others, I'm sure. We definitely talked to a, a couple of them, but uh, after they found out what we were doing, that too. Really that uh, motivated to let us come in. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Understandable. Well, why don't we try another track from uh, from All of Sorrow? Uh, should we just go down the line here? Uh, let's see. Why don't we do Sacrament? Sacrament. All right, let's do Sacrament. This is part four of All is Sorrow.
so this uh, album is licensed under a Creative Commons license. What what prompted you to use a Creative Commons license other than just releasing it for free? We just want to be heard. We want to get it out to uh, as many listeners as possible. And the less red tape around it, the easier anybody can pick it up and put it out there. You know, it's uh, it seemed like a no-brainer to us. We need people to listen to it. So, so where did you find out about the Creative Commons license? Yeah, I think it was through uh, – we started out going through CD Baby, and I think we did it through there. Okay. So yeah. the, the, I don't. I'm not entirely familiar with CD Baby. Do they have a a, a Creative Commons like drop down or something like that for the licensing? Pretty much. It's one of the options on. Uh, okay. The digital release side of it, I guess. Huh. All right. I didn't know that actually, because I know uh, Bandcamp has it, and that's where I found you guys on. So interesting. I didn't. I didn't even think to go to CD Baby. Hmm. Huh. Um, so it, it, being heard is one of the reasons, uh, where are some interesting places that you've heard your music show up? We, we put out the, uh, the, uh, Valencia single and we just did that through Bandcamp, put it up for free. And it was probably two days later. Uh, one of us noticed that, Hey, this is up on YouTube already. Uh, really? Like, what the <laughs> heck? How did that happen? Yeah, so, cool. <laughs> internet's changing everything. I mean, and I think the style of music uh, that we play makes it uh, a lot easier for us. The the kids are really working hard to find new music, and they're not just taking everything that's shoved in their face. They're they're digging hard and trying to find new stuff. And there's a lot of motivated listeners out there. Excellent. Yeah, I, I, I noticed uh, some of my stuff showing up on YouTube as well. I'm like, okay, um, knock yourselves <laughs> out. There's no video content, but okay. <laughs> so was it the backing track of uh, of some anime or something like that, or was it just the music itself? Uh, well, just uh, we, we did actually film a, it's like a short, say a horror clip or so. It's a short story. It's about three and a half minutes long or so. Had a whole lot of fun filming that. Uh, Excellent. A little gory. We ended up uh, filling a beer keg full of fake blood and had a uh, CO2 tank to spray it out. And that sounds like a party. It was pretty wild. <laughs> Excellent. So um, other than CD Baby and Bandcamp, how else have you printed, uh, promoted your albums? Really, uh, the biggest thing for us has just been social networking. Um, it's, people are just kind of catching on to it and taking it from there. It's showing up in chat rooms and then download sites everywhere. It's, it's amazing to me how many albums that have been sold overseas, like uh, places I've never been to in my entire life, and they're picking up our album excellent yeah i know i i noticed uh i follow a couple folks on Bandcamp. uh they're usually my go-to folks for for finding some new music and that most of the stuff that they pick up though unfortunately is uh is not creative commons but yeah i, I noticed it through through their channels and I'm like oh i must check this out then 
So yeah, that's cool that uh, it's basically word of mouth that's been promoting the album. Yeah, we definitely don't have any uh, PR money to throw out there. So. <laughs> Excellent. Good old elbow grease. <laughs> so have you guys uh, done any touring in your area? Um, I wouldn't say touring per se. Just some you know short little weekend trips here and there. Whereabouts? Um, let's see. We had a pretty wild one in the uh, Mojave Desert. Went out there to play uh, Doom Fest in the desert, and uh, well, the weather took a turn for the worst. It was, uh, <laughs> As it does. <laughs> desert, right? Uh, it yeah. was like sixty mile an hour straight winds and uh, started hailing. Oh my god! <laughs> Snapped some tent poles. It was uh, pretty trying, but. And we ended up playing at like two in the morning in the in the rain, and it was pretty amazing to uh, just hear it reverberating through the entire canyon. Really cool experience, but it the desert's a hard place. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a harsh environment. Uh, any other places? Um, mainly the Bay Area. Uh, we've been trying to get down. Uh, do a couple long weekends going south and then north from here. Uh, but right in the uh, middle of the planning of all that, we lost our uh, recent drummer. So kind of had to put a halt on the uh, touring and work a new guy in. And so you're getting back up to speed? Yep. To full, guys, full cylinders. Patrick is doing great. He picked it up way quicker than we thought he would. And Really concentrating on uh, some new material. We probably got a good, good 20, uh, 25 minutes almost ready. So uh, we're thinking uh, hopefully by the first of the year at least we'll start uh, start hunting down some booking and uh, get some stuff going. But we're pretty excited about the new material. It's sounding really good. And well, tell us a little bit about it, if you'd like. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. Is it right. going to be another uh, long song, or is this uh, going to be a more tracked? Or uh, we're we're breaking it down a little bit more, uh, shooting eight to ten minute range rather than thirty seven. Okay, you know, short songs, right? Little, <laughs> little love songs, I'm sure, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're shooting for. Uh, Hopefully around 45 minutes of material for the next one. Uh, it's, uh, it's coming right along. We've got uh, two more that are almost ready to bring in. and So, uh, yeah, here when we pick up and start playing, playing out, uh, it's going to be all new material. And hammer on and get some progress. Excellent. Well, we're looking forward to hearing more. Um, is there anywhere we should go for more information and to keep up with the band? Um, you know, probably our, our Facebook page would be the easiest. Okay. Um, from there, uh, our band camp would be ideal for, uh, the new release once it's ready. So excellent. All right. Well, um, and again, uh, it sounds like you guys are going to be looking to go on tour in the Bay Area and possibly anywhere else, or is that just up in the air as as the wind takes you or the hail or the tent poles? Uh, a little bit of both, but <laughs> <laughs> we are definitely hoping to uh, 
to get some uh, probably two, three long weekends booked down here soon. Um, shoot down you know, the coast to L.A. and up to Washington. And luckily, the Bay Area's got so many uh, so many different venues and places we can play in the Bay Area once a month and not play at the same place in a year. So excellent. Very cool. Well, again, uh, thank you very much, Ben, for taking the time to speak with us. And uh, why don't we close out the show with uh, one last track from Olacero. Which one should we try? Let's go with the last one. The last one? Okay, this is Servitude Part 6 of Olacero. Thanks so much. Thanks, Craig. Appreciate you having me.
thank Ben from Catapult the Dead for speaking with us here at OpenMetalCast.com. For more information about Catapult the Dead and to pick up the amazing All Is Sorrow album, check him out over at CatapultTheDead.BandCamp.com. That's CatapultTheDead, all one word, .BandCamp.com, where you can pick up a cassette version, a digital version, T-shirt, LP combos, as well as uh, the limited edition vinyl, which is absolutely gorgeous. Definitely check that one out. Also, be sure to check them out over at their Facebook page, facebook.com slash catapultthedead, for more information about the goings-on with Catapult the Dead. My name is Craig Maloney. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>